listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 144, where we will be discussing chapters 19 through 21 of the Red Scrolls of Magic. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. What, what? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> Okay, I have something that I forgot to talk about last week, but I just remembered just right now, (laughs) so I've got to bring it up. Um, For all of my JCB fans, okay, I got Robin. (laughs) Listen, wait, hold on. With an edit TikTok, she didn't even know what was coming for her. I thought you said JC Beef Friends. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I was like, Jesus Christ beef? beef with who? Our Lord and Savior? <laughs> Jesus Christ Beef. I thought you were going to say something about JC Penny. So he's, he's, a like, loose, he's a loose meat sandwich in the shape of Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You got me. You did get me. You got me. What do you mean? Jamie Campbell you. Bauer. Jamie Campbell Bauer. Counterfeit days on stage at a festival, rocking uh-huh. out, and he looked so hot. And Miss Robin Ooh. could not deny. You sent it to me, and I was like, Ooh, the whole time. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> no. <laughs> what yep. did you ruin? You're a ruiner. Who ruins things? Why would you ruin that for me? <laughs> Oh, we know your type. <laughs> no. I know. No. <laughs> That's great. Good anyway, times. I didn't I didn't see the um the what's the word I'm looking for? Appeal. Oh, for the video, you oh, didn't see the appeal. Yeah. Whatever. 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 I don't yeah. believe you. I think you you're didn't. I think you're just being contrarian. <laughs> I think you can see it. <laughs> I choose I choose not to believe it. I think you're into okay. it. Okay. And okay. it's my head cannon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have Maybe you I'll be into it more if I actually watch him in action. I don't know. Cuz I haven't seen. It's the TV show. Um this was like a a band. Movie. He's the movie guy. But I just mean he's, oh, he's in the movie. Okay, and I saw the movie and I still am not into him. So, uh-huh. I mean, mind. nobody's okay, not in that movie. Nobody, never. Uh-uh. Okay. I Maybe mean, Stranger I... Things. Stranger Things. Oh, he's in Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was better. Interesting. Um, did I, oh, oh, Amanda, did you start reading a court? of thorns and roses no i accidentally (laughs) kept doing um lady midnight (laughs) i I told robin that today i was like i kept um oops i should have been listening to the other one and i didn't she got sucked into (laughs) the vortex yeah i did i was excited because it just pulled right up you know from the last time i was listening and i was like oh okay Anyway, I will nice. um, I will try to start it tomorrow while I'm working. We can't like wait just... to hear your reports. <sighs> Me too. 
it's worth what it for the second book. To? Okay. Mm-hmm. It is. We've, we're, we're just sick ducklings, that's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I watched um, the entire 11th Doctor's series, season, shows, episodes in like two days. That's, that's what I did this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. You guys remember when I had COVID and I got annoyed with my husband because he would like was laying on the couch and didn't want to go upstairs mm-hmm. and I was annoyed with him and it turned out he had COVID and I felt really bad later. So today I got home from work and he did the same thing. He was like not feeling good. So he laid on the couch and was like falling asleep because he what we think we figured out is he took a new vitamin and it's just not sitting well with his stomach and he barely ate today and so he's just he was really like nauseous and stuff anyway so I keep having to tell him like if you have the strength you should just go upstairs because the kids would not leave him alone dude Olivia walked up to him and legit slapped him in the face like get up motherfucker and she's you know she's one she's just flailing but it was the funniest shit ever and i was just like uh. I you. <laughs> exactly yep <laughs> he got up after that <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. Oh, but yes gosh. we've all been sick uh-huh we're just I passing was... it around between us i know and then i was like this is the first time that i didn't have to do anything like my mm-hmm. kids are old enough to like they didn't need me yeah i mean relatively a couple things like they didn't die but i got to right just kind of hang out that's awesome yeah someday it made the rest easier rest Mm -hmm. the rest indeed i know i'm getting ready for thanksgiving yeah i cannot believe it's so soon i have not thought about it before this morning at 5 Uh a.m. So I was like, shit, I got to get myself organized. (laughs) Dude, me too. I have an extra day, though, because we do Thanksgiving after the actual Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I'm going to my sister-in-law's, so I'll probably just bring mashed potatoes. (laughs) Fuck. You know, sometimes I wish that that was my setup. Yeah. Usually we do my house, so this will be nice. I secretly like doing all the things. Of yeah. course, it's fun. And you're good at it. I just, I'm kind of tired of eating the same stuff. It's, it's once, once a year. year. <laughs> no, but just like, we, I mean, like I'm white, so I eat mashed potatoes like all the time, you know? So I'm just like, I wish mm-hmm. I could add like mm-hmm. another, and there's only, um. Do scallop potatoes. It's, hold mm-hmm. on. Or Garlic. There's only six of us, so it's like I can't eat, like I can't make a whole, like, ooh, let me try this and this and this, because there's right. just like, that would be you way too much You can't do sweet food. potatoes and, and regular potatoes and uh-huh. hash browns. I don't know. I'm just thinking of potatoes. This other new vegetable <laughs> dish or something, because there's only six of us. It's not like I'm cooking for 15 people and like, it'll get eaten regardless. Mm-hmm. Just wait till like your kids are older, just... then it will. Yeah. I can send the boys home with any leftovers mm-hmm. and they will eat them all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Drew's so thing. happy to have real food. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> oh my God. They they always leave with like enough food to last them for a couple of days. And like I, I get like <laughs> the like takeout containers or whatever. That's cute. So I so I pack them up their bags after dinner awesome. when we have family dinner. <laughs> That's great. That's so motherly of you. Oh. 
Dude, those boys are wild. Like the first few big family dinners we had with them and their significant others, like as they were adults and stuff, I wasn't making enough food. I was like, how the fuck? You guys are like bottomless pits. Jesus Christ. They make like four pounds of beef for tacos once. Four pounds. (laughs) I have to make four French loaves, four baguettes of of French bread for bread with dinner. And they're all, it's all gone by the end of the day. There's no leftovers. I love They're ridiculous. Bread, that's a lot. <laughs> I love it, dude. Oh, shoot. Awesome. Crazy. All right. Well, what do you guys say we uh, cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. The crew slink their way along the corridors like slithery snakes. <laughs> <laughs> One time I'll go more than a week without making that joke. Until they come across a room that is all shabby and no chic. Shinyan trips faster than the breaker in my crappy old apartment and falls over the goat idol. Magnus bends over and whispers, Daddy, into the statue, opening a new path. (laughs) They follow for a while and end up in the real deal cult clubhouse. Magnus tries to pull memories out of the place, but it's locked down. Meanwhile, Alex spots a funny looking Ipsy... Nope. I spy. That says <laughs> I spy, not Ipsy. <laughs> it's not a glam bag, you guys. Bummer. He's, he spies a glam bag. I was just like, what am I saying there? It must be a typo. <laughs> oh my god, I've been looking for this moisturizer. Where's the sailboat? Anyway, uh, this I spy painting of Asmodeus. Asmodeus. I am. <laughs> and finds the red scrolls of magic behind it. Shinyan starts reading through the text, telling them that the last rule about cult club is that all low roads lead to Rome, so they roll out. Roll Trying to out. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's 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 kind of automatic, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Trying to round out the plane, trains, and automobiles of their vacay, Magnus rents a red sports car and they head out down the countryside. Alec takes over the wheel and uses his super special Hunter X shadow skills to learn how to drive a stick shift, but he's not quite able to master the curvy mountainside and sends the car careening over a cliff. The warlocks haul the car back up and they decide to make camp on the shoulder of the road. Magnus and Alec have a conversation by the fireside about Magnus's tragic past including his mom's death, him killing his stepfather, and his relationship with Ragnar and Katarina. In the morning, they finish their travels and end up at a swanky hotel. Magnus and Alec take a cat nap together on the couch, and later Shenyan tells the boys that she's got some downworlder business that she doesn't want a cop to be at. (laughs) So she's going to go it alone. (laughs) A liter of cola. It's no sweat off Alec's back. Their assured alone time leads to some heavy petting. But their passion is torn apart by Alec deciding that he needs to stop by the Roman Institute for some information and weapons literally right this instant, right now. Right. Why? Yes. You can't wait five minutes. It's only going to be five minutes. It's all it's, all it's going <laughs> to <Right>. take. <laughs> I guarantee you, you have five minutes. I got five on it. I got five. That's what that meant. <laughs> gosh you guys mm. 
<sighs> so Alex bebopping through the streets of Rome <laughs> in the Maserati, thinking about how hot his boyfriend is, while so- simultaneously trying not to think about Magnus too much. Otherwise, he was likely to flip a bitch and skip his trip to the Institute completely. Because he already turned around three times and then right. turned around again. <laughs> Dude, listen. The streets are too crowded and there's too much traffic to do that. That is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't believe ways, you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he already totally scratched the car. <laughs> like, Dude. And he has no concept of how bad that would be in the normal world. Like, Which I love that for him. That he doesn't yeah. have to feel that stress. So these two are still very much in the honeymoon phase. Alec can't stop thinking about how much he misses Magnus, and he's only been away from him for a half hour. It's like, oh, my God, so cute. Totally. Except actually in real life, I'd be like, Bleh. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> You've never felt that way? This is only good in a book. What? What? I've never felt – for a half hour, I couldn't stand to be away half from somebody? Absolutely not. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Okay. That sounds like Britney Spears. You're toxic. Sorry. (laughs) I am not. I I just wanted to say that. Sorry. Sorry. You're making me second guess myself. (laughs) Am I the villain? (laughs) Is this play fucking about us? (laughs) I mean, I get what you mean. Like, I've been obsessed with someone before in that, Uh like, that smitten stage where you're just like, oh my God. But like, I don't think I've ever been like, I miss this person. Like, I don't, when I'm alone, I'm like, yes. (laughs) I really like being alone. (laughs) I was like, I need to recharge before I see you again. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) So these two are, oh, I already said that. So Alec rolls up on the Rome Institute, uh, which has, quote, extra magic layered on the glamour to deter Mondays because it's so populated, I guess. And there's so many tourists that, like, okay, someone might have the site. So they, they like, scrape an extra layer of keep walking, nothing to see here. <laughs> keep walking here. <laughs> He's giving himself, like, the introvert pep talk before he goes in, like, psyching himself up for all the peopling that he's going to do. When a familiar voice calls out to him, and he turns around, and it's Aline Penhallow. You remember her from the night Alex's baby brother was tragically murdered? Yeah, she's here and looking way better than she did during the active demon invasion. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. She's taking some time away from Idris. Um, they're like rebuilding there, uh, and her the oh the effort the rebuilding effort is being led by the new consul, which is also her mother Gia, which is cool. The first consul we've seen that isn't quite a dick. Hopefully, that kind of. She's, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aline seems pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're making small talk, and she asks how everything's going, like, in New York. Like, specifically, how is Jace doing? And Alec is trying to be a good friend and, like, let her down easy. But he's Alec. 
doesn't exactly yeah d- it doesn't awkward quite just uh sums translate. it up <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna read you their little conversation because i love it so he's trying he's like look aline's my friend i don't want her hurt i want to try to let her down gently but i'm also a fucking square <laughs> right he says, Jace is a beautiful antelope who has to be free to run across the plains. What? Said Ali. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Alec had gotten that wrong. Jace is home with his uh his new girlfriend. You remember Clary? Alec hoped Aline was not too heartbroken. Oh, right. The short redhead, she said. Aline was tiny herself, but refused to ever admit it. You know, Jace was so sad before the war, I thought he must have a forbidden love. I just didn't think it was Clary, for obvious reasons. I thought it was that vampire. Fair. <laughs> I mean... Um, that took Alec by surprise, and none of us by surprise, because we all read that scene on the V-Tang Express. I yep. mean... The SSV tang I mean... <laughs> come on... it's what fan fiction is made of so alec of course clarifies that jace and simon aren't into each other but aline isn't convinced she saw the vamp scars on jace's neck and there's definitely more to that story yep (laughs) it takes a beat but aline picks up that alec is like worried she's been pining after his parabro tie and she's like omg no not interested in that hot mess express which, no offense. No respect. <laughs> respect. Yeah. I think it's he funny is. that he's trying to say, like, Jace needs to be able to play the field, but then he's like, but he's in this serious committed relationship. Right. In the same turn of sentence. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's because he's bad at this, you guys. Yeah. He never said yeah. he was good at it. He's bad at peopling <laughs> in general. This is your friend and you can't talk to her. It's great. Yeah. He's like, we're not friends like that. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of lovers, Aline didn't mess, uh, didn't miss, not mess. Sorry, talk to text. Speaking of lovers, Aline didn't miss Alec's grand romantic gesture in the Hall of Accords. I love this woman. She is here for the goss and she is not ashamed. She will bring it right the fuck up. She's like, so tell me everything. (laughs) It's almost like she's going to break into, like, a song. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> no, Aline is, is cool. She's not a square like Alec. I feel right. like that might be more Alec's game. Dude. So he's like, yeah, that was intense for sure. Coming out with such a big splash doesn't exactly go over well. There's, like, some stuff to sop up around there. <laughs> but I'm very happy. <laughs> And Aline's relentless. She's like, okay, but like, are you guys still together? Or was it just like that intense talking phase? And then everything fizzled out when it became real and you got bored? He's like, um, not before you said that, but I'm going to for the rest of my life. Thanks. Right. It was just a forbidden love. Yeah. Aline doesn't really know what the fuss is about, like, relationships. And Alec is like, yeah, I can't relate. Being with Magnus Bane is pretty fucking awesome. (laughs) He's just going to turn into Amanda. That sounds like a real bummer for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. It's like my relationship is amazing. I don't know what to tell you. But if Magnus is so great, then and they're on this fabulous vacation together, why is Alec heading to the Rome Institute alone? Home? Yep. Alec is so wholesome. The first person he runs into in Rome, and he's like ready to spill the beans. He's like, "Can you keep a secret?" Dude, he's like, <laughs> "Because I can't." With the chili, dude. <laughs> Spilling everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Spilled the beans. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, so he's like, can you keep a secret? And I get why Alec tends to, like, trust Shadowhunters. He's quite the institutionalist at this point. Um, But it cracks me up. Like, he cannot cannot keep shit to himself he's got to blab to somebody he's literally told everybody yeah at this point like you've seen the other side of things wouldn't you be nervous like yeah you've known Aline for a long time but wouldn't you be nervous that she might give your secret away because you don't know how she doesn't know Magnus like why right what's it to to her and her mom's the fucking council now exactly right I feel like. <laughs> yep. You're a dumb dumb. So far, so good, though, right? So. Right? Cool. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, Alex, Alec, and he's like, I have a superior sense of people. And you're just like, I guess. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> right. Dude. <sighs> um, so he gives Aline, like, a rundown of what they're looking for, what the Crimson Hand is, what they found so far. And. She's like, okay, cool. Enough said. Say less. I'm down. One condition. Like, you need to acknowledge that if Magnus is evil and doing evil shit, we're gonna have to Marie Antoinette him. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. Loyal as fuck Alec tells her that, like, if he's a war hero, Magnus is also a war hero because he definitely fought side by side. And, like, he's not like that. And he is all good. Mm -hmm. All of it is good. Thank you very much. He is a really good golden retriever boyfriend. Yes. He really is. Yeah. He really is. We love him. So they head into the Institute and they have, they have to like go through the training room in order to get to the records room where they're going to search for the demonic activity logs, which if, if they're, if shadow hunters in the books are old school, do they have like a, like a like a Rolodex, like a card catalog drawer, yeah. Where they like keep their reports. How does this work? I'm interested. It's, it's like a um, like one of the calendars you keep for work that has the hours on it. That's what I was <laughs> thinking too. Like a big, yeah. <clears throat> oh my god! They, you know everyone what? Everyone gets their standard issue at a glance. Uh, <laughs> calendar, pocket calendar. Yeah, yeah I bet exactly. They have. Yeah. like pre-designated forms and they just like Mm -hmm. fill them out circle like they have like the downward circle downwarder demon then you like circle it or whatever which demon (laughs) i know it makes no sense for practicality but in my head they're like the library cards in the card catalog yeah it's an index card isn't enough to tell you what happened during a demon attack but 
Right. In my head, I'm like, right. that's what that looks like. That's fair. It can tell you where to find the report. The full report, right. Because yep. you would need a system for your system. Yeah. yeah. Like a Naturally. library or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, Aline tells Alec, like, there's probably not going to be anyone in here, but, like, if we see anyone, we'll deal with it as it comes, like. But we have to go through the training room to get to the records room. And he's like, okay, cool, cool. Sounds like a plan. So as they're walking in, she's like, oh, hey, we've got a visitor. It's a war hero from the Alicante War. What? And then every there's all these voices are like, is it Jace Herondale? I hope it's Jace. Jace is so hot. Oh, my God. Is it Jace Herondale? Alex, they see Alec and they're like, oh, it's just some guy. <laughs> it's right crazy to, the to ego. me how quickly it's spread that his name is Herondale now. Yeah, they know that, right? but they don't know who his parabrotai is. Right. Like, get right. out of town. Right. Get out. Get Go in an airplane. Don't tell me you know who Jace Herondale is and you don't know who Alec Lightwood is. Right. I, Absolutely. On. Or maybe they just don't know his face. I guess. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Who's that like saying you don't know? I mean, um, didn't they see him on people you may know on Facebook? Shadowhunter's <laughs> Facebook? Demon book. That's what Demon we Demon space, it, right? right? Demon space. Oh, my God. It's his LinkedIn okay. profile. Because <laughs> he totally have one. Yep. <laughs> So after like a brief moment of silence, everyone starts bombarding him with questions and he's like, whoa, overload imminent. Like I can't do all the talking. So I'm just going to shoot arrows about it. And he yeah. just, I had to read the chapter a couple times. Cause I'm like, he's talking to these people and then he's shooting arrows with the book. <laughs> he's proving he how cool he is. Right. He's like, oh, it's experiment or it's a uh, exhibition time. So, of course, he makes all five bullseyes because he's Alec motherfucking Lightwood. And this is more than enough to impress, like, this little crowd that's gathered. And Aline's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Practice so you can be cool like him. We're going to go see some records. Bye. But not so fast. Not so fast. Nay, nay, if you will. Helen Blackthorne is like, excuse you. I would like to speak to the famous war hero, Alexander Lightwood. That is also his official title by now. Or <laughs> now, by the way. It's fair. So Hel- Helen and her old friend Leon <laughs> heard Aline and Alec into the records room. And Aline is like reading Alec the riot act. Like, how dare you refuse to come to Ro- the Rome Institute to answer my questions and then flee the sea of- scene of a crime and come here anyways. How dare you do what I told you to do? Exactly. <laughs> yep. It's crazy to me that she wanted to take him in the middle, like, of this party to this institute. Like, do you think they were going to make a portal? Like, they were going to get a portal? Like, it it took them overnight. What? How are you going to get in there? Interesting. Probably. I mean, there were a lot of warlocks. Yeah, there were a lot of warlocks at the party. I'm sure she could have gotten a portal portal from Malcolm Bade. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Her her warlock. <clears throat> her warlock. Yeah. 
so she's really laying into him and Aline pipes up like hello and they have this very intense eye lock moment where they like both say they're like hi hi and they're like the sexual tension is palpable like the gay panic of, of them seeing each other locking eyes saying hi and then not being able to say anything else yep that felt real yeah So Alec breaks the tension, introducing Aline Penhallow to Helen Blackthorne. And Aline wastes no time chewing Helen right back out. She's like, how dare you question a war hero like Alec Lightwood? Who the hell do you think you are, Helen Blackthorne? (laughs) And Helen's defense is that Alec has been acting very suspiciously, traveling with the rumored leader of a demon-worshipping cult that has slaughtered fairies and mundanes. And... Their only lead is a dude named Maury Shu who ended up dead at a party that both Alec and Magnus were in attendance. Shit is suspicious. Don't, Don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> How good does that feel that just scrubs like the neurodivergent part of your brain? Just getting to yeah. say stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like to scrub- do bits. It, Which like, I didn't know was like a thing. It's like, like it's scratching this yeah. itch in the back of your brain that you didn't know you had. Well, the best part is when you guys get it. Like, we all know what we're talking about. <laughs> like, the girls yeah. that get it, get it. Get yeah. It. <laughs> you just have an entire conversation. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. So Aline and Helen like a bigger some more. And Leon, who is definitely still there. He's just chilling in the background. He's hanging out. Do you imagine him looking like Luca from the movie Luca? Because I totally do. And I don't know why. Okay. Apparently he's very handsome. I don't think so. Not like the fish version, obviously. I picture him. (laughs) I picture him like a greasy Timothy Chalamet. I don't know who that is. You know who Timothy Chalamet is. How do you not? Know the name. Who are you? <laughs> I mean, like I've probably seen them, but like I don't like. I don't, it's not like you're saying Google. Isla Fisher. I you're on my phone. I can't. I'm doing it. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you know who he is. Okay, what is he playing? Uh, Call me by your name. Uh, Ladybird Dune. Fucking like. A beautiful boy. Not seen any of that. So that could be why. by your name is the most popular. Yeah. Yep. No. I haven't seen any of that. Anyway. Continue. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so he points out that Alec uh, did save their lives in Paris. And an evil dude definitely wouldn't have done that. Like, so. I mean. Point in Alec's bucket. But something smells fishy, and Helen is not giving it up. She thinks Magnus, who is secretly evil, has seduced Alec into aiding and abetting his criminal activity. <laughs> Alec, of course, tries to refuse this. Like, no. I, I can't. I, I do not accept. No, thank you. Okay? He's going to prove to everyone that Magnus is just waiting for him at the hotel, like he said. So he calls the hotel, and no one answers. And he calls Magnus' cell phone and nobody answers. And it does not look great. Yeah. <laughs> but and Helen he's has so an idea. So mad. 
dude. <laughs> do not. Do not. How dare you? Yeah. Not answer my phone call. <laughs> if I'm calling, it's important. Do you, the worst thing is like when someone calls you and then you call them back like a minute later and they don't answer. What the I fuck know. did you just do? Right. Did you throw your phone out the fucking window? What happened? (laughs) Obviously, this is worse, but still, that's annoying. (laughs) So embarrassing. But Helen has an idea. They've got a lead on a secret meetup spot for the Crimson Hand. So they should go check it out and see if Magnus is there. Alec agrees, of course, but only because he's got to clear his boyfriend's name. He's like, I need to make it clear I'm only coming because... I know Magnus isn't there and I need to right. like, prove it to you. Yeah. Told you so. Yeah. They head off and Alec and Leon kind of fall into step with each other. And Leon is shooting his shot. He's like, uh, so, you know, me and Helen have a lot in common. And Alec's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, we both enjoy a red and a white wine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know about that. I'm I'm kind of a firm red guy myself, <laughs> but that's cool, man. <sighs> and of course, this this sends Alec into a tailspin of like introspection. Because as he knows, Magnus is too bisexual. And it brings up some insecurities for Alec. Like, why would Magnus choose a difficult life with him when he could have an easier life with someone else that might be more, like, socially acceptable? And Alec is obviously very insecure. This is Uh his first relationship. His first, like, it's a lot of new shit happening. And he doesn't quite know how to process. So he, he falls into those insecurity pitfalls that we all do. So, Leon's a dog with a bone, or in this case, a Frenchman with a baguette. Mm. <laughs> He's like, I could come to New York. You could show me around. We could have a good time. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Um, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> and he asks. He's like, are you, do you get it now? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> and Alec does, in fact, get what he's saying. And then Leon is like, not that he like had a shot but he like shits the bed like he keeps right. going and he shits the bed <clears throat> so i'm going to read this to you fantastic leon told him we'd have to keep it quiet but i think it, we could have fun you have so much going for you alec you can do better than some downworlder with a shady past hey do you have any time tonight <laughs> no he said He turned away, then looked over his shoulder. I want to be clear, he added. No, I have plans for tonight that don't include you. No, I'm not interested in fun on the quiet. And no, I can't do better than Magnus. There is no better than, there isn't better than Magnus. Leon raised his eyebrows and Alex's voice rose. (laughs) Aline and Helen took notice and looked up from their quiet, intense argument. Leon, are you making a pass? Demanded Helen Blackthorne. Why do you always do this? Stop hitting on people, Leon. But life is short and I am handsome and French, Leon muttered. Fair. <laughs> when you know when you know you're handsome, that's when there's issues because you're just gonna be a butthole. <laughs> you guys, I want everyone this is a PSA. 
Then you, if you are attached in a monogamous relationship where you, you know, you are, it's monogamous, right? You're like, no, no, thank you to the outside fun. The way to decline an advancement from somebody is what Alec just did. Right. <laughs> Fucking 10 out of 10. The best, like, could not be more clear. Right. And yep. like sassy too i love it uh-huh. <laughs> sassy wood as punishment for his relentless flirting leon uh will be sidelined in exchange for aline on their little expedition um so aline falls back with alex uh, alec as they're on their way to the armory to kind of like load up for their mission and she starts pumping him for info on helen <laughs> like wait is this chick is this the chick that you said was making out with the other chick at the party, right? Like, you said that. Didn't you say that? <laughs> <laughs> and Alec kind of puckers up at that, realizing that he might have accidentally outed Helen. He's like, oh, shit, I didn't really, like, think that through. Mm. Right. That was supposed to be between us. You're clearly not good at keeping secrets. Right. <laughs> You're just lucky that this was Venice and not Vegas. Right. Right. Because you fucked up big time. Big Slap time. in the base. <laughs> so Aline seems to like pick up on what what he's what he's jiving right now because she's <laughs> like look I'm sure you probably heard that I was macking on Jace for a while but like I was only kissing him to figure some stuff out and what she doesn't say is stuff like am I even into th- that kind of thing because Jace is kind of like everyone's thing and if he's not my thing then that kind of speaks to a greater situation <laughs> <laughs> But she doesn't say that part. Uh Uh-huh. It's only implied. And that's subtext. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) So Alec, our little earnest Alec, asks Celine to be nice to Helen and not to treat her any any differently because she knows that Helen is queer. And Aline agrees she's definitely not going to be mean to her. Nope. She's planning on being professional and calm and cool. And do you happen to have her number in case we get separated or something? (laughs) Can she be any more obvious? And Alec has no clue. He's so no oblivious. Uh-huh. Nope. Not at all. He's so great. I'm impressed that he knew Leon was hitting on him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't like, sure, we can hang out. I can show you around. You know, it's right. fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. He's like, actually, there's a, quite a few really great museums. And the food right. is fantastic. Like. <laughs> So they collect their weapons and head out to hunt shadows. Um, they'll totally have to check the records later. They'll have time to do that, right? Definitely. Yeah, for absolutely. sure. Nothing could go wrong. Nothing's Ab- going to happen. Absolutely. They'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so next chapter, we're in Magnus's POV, and Shin Yen comes to the room, which is kind of a bummer because when she came a knock in, Magnus thought it was Alec coming back. And it was a total letdown for him. Uh-huh. And I I understand. <laughs> I also feel like it was a literal letdown. So uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> so she tells him that she's been in touch with a contact and is meeting them at a downworlder bathhouse, which is cool that those still exist. I've never really thought about it, but 
the way Magnus describes it, it sounds so like he describes it later in the chapter. It sounds so neat as an adult, but I hope that they are adult only because otherwise it would kind of feel like a community pool, mm-hmm. right? Like it just feels like I the think aquatic so. park, like the hot tub area of the aquatic park that's supposed to be adult mm-hmm. only. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they're child. adults only, and and there's I think there's like requirements for like bathhouses, like you have like okay. there's a lot of strict rules. Yeah, well, specifically this one because it sounds like the vampires used to use it as a feeding ground, basically. So right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> so Magnus decides to join Shinyan, and instead of staying put, like he Alec had asked him to. <laughs> So, so she this is how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> she convinces him by saying that, like, if the information that she gets from the contact is good, there will be a new lead and they can get started quicker, like, act on it quicker if he's nearby, basically. So, like, the contact won't talk to Magnus, but, you know, if you're nearby, whatever. So he imagines being able to solve this shit without Alec and, like, being able to tell him that it's been handled and... They can move on with their lives and, you know, he can just be like kind of like the hero. Like we solved this. I did it. Look what I can do. And um, so he's down. Like he's like, cool. I will break my promise and come with you to take a bath. (laughs) I see the appeal and why he wants to do that. But I just think my anxiety would get me. I don't think I would leave. I mean, I would send a text. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, good point. Just a quick going, going, yeah. Yeah. On the way to the bathhouse, they come across a shitty, um, oh, I got what I'm saying. Sorry. I had no idea what I was trying to say there. They come across basically just a shitty human being and he yells at them, go back to where you came from. And this isn't actually important to the story, but I have to read this part. So Shinyan reacts uh, to this dude and, like, freezes him in place. And Mm -hmm. this, like, while she does that, Magnus goes on, I guess I'm going to call it a rant. It's not really a rant, but that's what I'm going to call it. And I have, I just have to read this part. Okay, so he says, I've always wondered what that saying was about, Magnus said casually. I wasn't born in Italy, but many people who are... Many people are who don't fit your idea of what people born here look like. Is it that you think their parents weren't from here or their grandparents? Why do people say it? Is the idea that everyone should go back to the very first place their ancestors came from? Wouldn't that mean that ultimately we all have to go back to the water? And then Shinyang flung this dude into the river. Literally, just like flicked a finger and he was just like, (laughs) and Magnus made sure he fell without getting hurt. But I want like a Mean Girls reboot with like Magnus and Shinyun as like Mean Girls. Yes. The warlocks are Mean Girls. Like, oh my God. (laughs) But I just thought it's something that I'm, I don't know. Obvious. I just loved the way he put that. Like, Tell me what yeah. you mean. You know, uh-huh. when people say ignorant stuff, like, please expand on mm-hmm. that. Right. I, yeah. I don't understand why the into a corner. Funny. Can you yeah. explain it to me? I don't... Exactly. Yeah. The, the, the vigilante mean girls. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, zero tolerance for bullying. Like, we will fuck you up. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that's great. So the two have a discussion about how fear isn't a great motivator because her automatic response was to just like fuck this guy up. And um, Magnus had to go on his little speech because he wants him to learn a lesson rather than just, you know, continuing to hate people, basically. So she is in favor of fear, obviously, um, but he wants to be the gentle, parenting, responsible adult in this situation. But, you know, she calls him a, uh, I think she calls him a spoil sport, which I think is funny. <laughs> so how old make- are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we have this magic and it's for a reason. Let's use it to be mean to mean people, you know, I mean, right. make fun of mean people, basically. So once they make it to the bathhouse, Shinyan goes her way to meet her contact and Magnus gets himself a private bath. And there's a little part where Magnus is looking at his bruises and scrapes and like paying attention to how they're burning in the hot bath. And yeah, he can heal himself, but this makes him like appreciate life and stuff. And I'm just like, eh, I don't know if that's how I would appreciate life. Like, <laughs> how you would choose to to, to show yeah. your appreciation. Exactly. Yeah. Just me, I guess. Uh, I don't know, but not into it. It's not my jam. Um, anyway, so he's relaxing and suddenly he can feel someone get into the bath with him. What? Like he b- doesn't even open his eyes right away. I'm just, it's like, I think it literally says he, like, he thinks of a few words that he could say first. And I'm just like, no, bro. I would be like, <gasps> the mom wake up scare. Someone's coming yeah. in my private bath and I'm naked. Mm-hmm. Get no. out of here. Yeah. Go find your own. <laughs> well, especially yep. with all the weird shit going on. This isn't normal times, you know? So anyway, it's just Shen Yun. Um, and it, I'm not sure if at first... It's, it's described weird. So at first it sounds like she's sitting on the edge of the tub, maybe like with her feet just in the water. And then like she slowly sinks in the more they talk. I'm not sure. Either way, it's fucking weird. Okay. Don't get in my bath, you guys. Okay. I was having a hard time envisioning the whole yeah. thing. So before she sinks all the way in, I guess, she moves his phone away and like to use his hand towel to wipe her face and obviously this is sus because why mention it so just keep that shit in mind obviously there was a reason we talk about her moving his phone so there's that so magnus um wants to know if she got any cheese from the contact and she's like yeah i did but just like julie chen moonvez she's like but first <laughs> okay fuck you guys it's from big brother somebody will get it okay <laughs> okay okay she has a confession to make before she tells him about what was said. So she used her magic <gasps> to eavesdrop on his and Alex's conversation the other night. And it just grosses me out. She's like, her basically her excuse is that she was curious. Not an excuse. Right. It's Not still cool. rude. Yeah. It's very, and like, what if they were, you know, like continuing with where they had left off several times and she was just like listening no Uh anyway she heard magnus's story about killing his stepfather and she had thought that he was just like some bougie dude and didn't have a care in the world so um basically like it was nice for her to remember he was basically like part human too that he also had issues like i don't know basically she was like it's nice to know that we're sort of the same that you're both a little fucked up? Sure. Uh-huh. 
So she magics a bottle of wine and tells him her truth. And it is that (laughs) her fiancé did not actually love her after he saw her demon mark. This motherfucker was the actual person that put her in a box to be buried alive by, like, oh my god, (laughs) I'm going to say this, by the village people. (laughs) The people in her village. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, and now she's all the way in the tub, by the way. So I don't know at what point that happened, but she's sunken down to where just her face is showing. This must be a big-ass tub, and I know you pay for it, so it probably is, but both of them sound like they're completely submerged. So I'm th- I thought it was more like like you're, it's like the tub is actually in the floor. Yeah, and like, like you're a walk- big square Roman bath. Yeah, uh-huh. and then you're walking that down into sense. it. Uh-huh. Okay. Like a swimming pool, but like a small. It's interesting. It said something <laughs> about her sitting on the edge of it with her arm against the wall. So maybe it's close to the wall so she could still lean. That mm-hmm. would make sense. Yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. Um, so <laughs> she tells him about how she can still hear the dirt falling onto the coffin from when she was buried alive. And she uses some crazy magic. So Magnus can also hear her memory. I assume that's what he's hearing. Um, and he can also hear the dirt falling on the coffin and like her fingernails scratching at the wood to try to get out. And that is creepy and I don't like it. And he basically has to take a drink of his wine and like study his hand because it's like getting to him too. Terrifying. That is just crazy magic. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Like I would use it to um, tell you guys funny jokes that people had told me that I couldn't remember and stuff. Oh, yeah. That would be. Yeah. (laughs) So the crimson hand after she. Yeah. So after she was buried alive, the Crimson Hand somehow found her, dug her up, and together they slaughtered the entire village. You know, just because they fuck with me. You fuck with her. You fuck with the whole clan. Cult. Just girl things. (laughs) Jesus. It's crazy. Flower, flower. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if someone buried me alive, I probably would too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would forgive that one. I think I'd be like, "Mm, nope. Yeah. Well, especially immediately after, too. And now you have a little bit of power behind, you know, with a group of people. Right. Yeah. So she um, she just wanted to belong, basically, because obviously she was, you know, being not treated well by um, her family. So she went along with the fucked up shit that the cult was doing. Um, So they told her that their goal was to make the great poison proud. So she grew up worshiping Magnus. And it's kind of where the, like, her part of the story ends. I don't know. To me, it seems like an awkward place to end. But he basically just promises her that he'll do whatever it takes to end this cult shit. It's never described, at least in this conversation, when she turned against the cult. Uh-huh. Right. Because obviously this is not the same story that she had told before where she's always been against them. So I'm curious. Anyway, she finally gets... um into the info like her demeanor completely changes she goes back to professional business Shinyan and um tells him apparently the new leader of the crimson hand had recently been seen at a meeting place in Rome and all of this is sort of the telephone game though because no one will actually talk after the death of Maurice so she's hearing Mm -hmm. this second hand they don't know he asked if it was Barnabas and she's like I don't they don't know like Mm -hmm. That's just all I know is this information about this meeting place. So 
Um, Magnus immediately wants to tell Alec, of course, which is so cute. I just love that. The first now you want to reach out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. true. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say about the phone, about oh, texting yeah. Alec. I would do that, but not because, like, hey, I told you I was going to stay home, but, like, because I'm afraid of something happening to me and then not someone not knowing where I'm at. Yep. So it would be like, hey, FYI, if I go missing, this is what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, here's my location. Someone's got to – I guess that's just being a woman in America. but That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's like parking. Someone's got to be aware of my location at all times. Mm -hmm. Uh Yep. Like when you go camping, you have to call somebody that's staying and tell them what campground you're staying at, what days you're going, and when you're going to be back in town. Then you have to call them when you get back. Because if you don't, then they send somebody to look for you. Yes. Love it. Good ideas, ladies. Okay, so yeah, he wants to tell um, Alec, obviously, but they don't get reception inside of the building. So, um, what's her face is like oh i'll just send him a text i thought we didn't get reception i don't know everything seems fishy well he so, has uh t-mobile and she has verizon so that's fair mm-hmm. yep good point <laughs> so they magic themselves dressed and decide to head to this meeting place to investigate and um magnus's phone is still acting up um because apparently it was like frozen it's acting like my old ass iphone 8 don't judge me so he restarts it as they are leaving. And um, I feel naked when my phone's not working. So for Magnus's mm-hmm. sake, I just hope it starts working soon. Yeah. Yeah. You don't <laughs> want to feel like that. <coughs> oh, sorry. So the shadow hunters are waiting. Like, we're back. We switched pobs. And they're waiting for, like, a fashionably late Magnus and Shenyan. So what happened was... Shen Yun sent that message to Alec's phone about how, um, you know, Magnus's phone broke and they're going to meet in some like creepy forest. Okay. And so that way the Scooby-Doo shadow hunter troop decided like, we'll just go meet up with the warlocks to see what kind of information they like gleaned from this potential like crimson hand meetup. Okay. This is the best idea. Mm-hmm. And I've said this literally a million times. I have not read this book yet and I am smelling an ope. I think we're all smelling a nope and i yep. could be wrong mm-hmm. smells like subterfuge like either shenyan's endgame is like double crossing the double crosser or she's been placed under a spell and leading them into a shy surprise and those are my bets okay ladies and gentlemen i wrote this as i was writing it okay <laughs> thank you for sharing yes anyway place your bets yep yep that's it I'm just feeling really cocky from all this Akatar stuff. And now I'm reading Crescent City and I have my guess. And I just really feel like I'm right. Okay. And I think I'm just right in the high from the Akatar. Uh-huh. Anyway, the walk to I this- guarantee you whatever your theory is at this stage in Crescent City, you're wrong. I mean probably. <laughs> probably. It is a roller coaster. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. As I was reading it, I was like, I feel like Amanda would really like this book. Mm-hmm. I'm really starting to get late. I'm in. I'm on chapter five now of Lady Midnight, and it's starting to get really investigative-y, and I'm uh-huh. liking uh-huh. it a lot. Yeah. So that nice. series is a lot of investigation discovery. Yeah. I feel like it's your GM. You're Sherlock Holmes <laughs> for sure. Okay. 
Anyway, guys, the walk to this secret hideaway location is like pretty crappy. And Aline is wearing the wrong shoes for like a tromp in the forest. Which it seems like, why do you have to always they fuck with these up. people? Like, they have wet clothes. They have the wrong shoe. Like, come on. Don't do that. Yeah. But also, they, be they geared up. Yeah. Yeah. They just didn't and change Alex, their shoes. Why didn't you change your shoes? What is she wearing? I imagine the Shadowhunter shoes wearing- are like Doc Martin boots, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Combat what, boots. What is she wearing? A pair of ballet flats? What the fuck? It's, I feel like yeah. it sounds like she's almost wearing a heel. Like her, mm-hmm. like getting coffee shoes, and Alec is in like Chuck Taylor's sort of shoes, which have really yeah. shitty traction. Mm-hmm. And um, Helen stops and like straps some bark to the bottom of them for traction. And she's like, Here, let me show you what I can do. And then <laughs> she takes the lead and she like keeps going. <laughs> What? And everyone is just like, oh, my God, I can't uh-huh. believe that just happened. Uh-huh. She touched <laughs> my foot. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Alec, in his internal monologue, he's like, my shoes are slipping in the mud. And, like, no one has offered me bark shoes. <laughs> Fucking Alec. Why is that not happening? Oh. I am blinded by the light. This is awful. <sighs> and then he's like. He's, like, taking some time to notice the super cool, like, pluses to, like, Helen's ability scores, like, for being, like, a half-elf, okay? Uh-huh, He's, like, uh-huh. she gets a plus to dexterity and charisma. Yeah. And she gets to speak two languages, okay? Like, come on. Base scores <laughs> so here. And she's just, like, really graceful and is having an easy time navigating the difficult terrain. And he's kind of staring at her. And there's this moment of silence where Alex's ADD thoughts are, like, veering left. So he's having this whole conversation in his head, and he's kind of, like, looking at her. And she's like, the bark shoes aren't a fairy trick. I picked it up in, like, Brazil. Okay? The Shadowhunter's heirs showed me. <laughs> like, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Right? That's totally Everyone's something I would do. it. Ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah. By the way. <laughs> and Alec is like ellipses okay (laughs) listen Helinda I'm sorry that Aline is being an awkward armadillo it's just that I kind of told her you were making out with a lady vamp at the party okay I did that Mm. that was me (laughs) can't keep a secret even about himself right And the two progressive shadow hunters, so like Helen and Alec, have kind of have like a swing and dick moment about like which one of them are more like liberal about it. And it ends with Alec basically like he's he's getting defensive because he's embarrassed is what I think is happening. Mm -hmm. And he's like, look, I'm really sorry I outed you. Like you don't know Aline. And like it totally would have bothered him not too long ago. And what had happened was he was just really worried about Magnus and he's bad at lying. <laughs> he says yeah, and also that. And yep. I'm bad at lying. So. Shit just slips out, bro. I just can't help myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me tell the you a secret. The worst secret keeper. Yeah. Dude, he's like Peter Pettigrew. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Helen tries to, like, she's like, don't worry. This isn't, like, a big secret that I'm by. And if Aline doesn't like it, then um, that's her own problem. It's just a bummer because she's, quote, hot like hellfire. 
meow. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I call bullshit because I feel like Helen is the type that she don't care if you're straight. Yeah. Well, and she's going to hit she's going to shoot her it. shot anyways and she's yeah. probably going to get it. I mean, <laughs> with that confidence. Yeah. 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 What's, what's her name from uh, Orange is the New Black? Natasha Leon. Maybe. Laura Prepon. No. Who? I think her character was like Ruby or something like that. I don't know. I'll Google it for you later. Are you thinking about Natasha Leon? Oh, let me Google. I, I Googled this Timothy Shimalat guy. And oh I'm, my God. And I've never seen any of He's them. one of the biggest. He's one of the biggest actors. In the last I didn't know decade. it either. Listen, I've never seen he's any like of the things he's been star. in. None of them. Me neither. Not a I've never single heard of one. Oh my god. Nope. I don't know why I'm doing this right this second. This is not important. Clearly it does. It's important enough. I mean... Why are you doing this to me? I mean, Natasha Leone as a real life human being. I mean, I see who she is now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was not talking about her, but. Oh, okay. Yes. She is very cute. What's her name? Anyway, I just, I feel like Helen is like. Ruby way... Rose. That's her name. Ruby Rose. Oh, Ruby Rose. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. She's a Hey Mamas. Uh-huh. That's oh, I said Ruby. the one with short hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was later seasons. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I said Ruby Rose. Yeah. Yeah. That was her name. Yeah. For real. Helen definitely has Hey Mama's vibes to me. Right. Like. (laughs) For real. So Alec, back to the story at hand. Sorry. Right. (laughs) He's uh, loving the space, like safe space relationship talk. (laughs) So he makes this little interjection about how, like, totally hot H-A-W-T he thinks Magnus is. And Helen is like, yes, yes, very attractive. I see why you lost your shit. I just don't trust him. (laughs) Then, like, they, like, take their dicks out again. And they're both, like, basically arguing about how they're pro-downwater. Like, we're on the same side of this argument right now, both of us. Slapped on the table. Are you kidding me? <laughs> For real. <laughs> I agree with I what you're that. saying. Me too. <laughs> I love that Alec is like, oh, you you said a girl was hot. I gotta tell you how hot my boyfriend is. I know. Right? Yep. <laughs> like that's how you relate, right? Is this how we do the talking? Right. <laughs> Is this the gay talking? The gay bonding? This is it. This is what happens. That's great. Oh, it's so good. The awkward is so good. I was I was having a hard time with this part, like if I was understanding it correctly and then being confused. So basically Helen has more skin in the game than Alec, obviously. And so she says that means that she has to be more objective when assessing downworlders. And I just don't know why. Like, why would that mean you have to be more objective? 
Because she's half downworlder. Yeah, yeah, but like, wouldn't that mean you would be like more to show that she's not playing favorites or oh, okay. where her allegiance lies? Because yeah, her allegiance has to be with the shadow hunter. Shadow hunter. I gotcha. hunter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Because I was like, what? Anyway, <laughs> what? <laughs> Alec is like objective. You say, hmm. Are you sure you're acting objective with Magnus? Or Magnum, as I like to call him. (laughs) Helen. He doesn't know that. It's just my own little pet name for him in my brain. Right. (laughs) Helen's thinking, like, it's totally obvious that Magnus started the cult. Okay. Who started the fire? Magnus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which, like, makes him, like, that's makes you a target as their leader like you're on the suspect list you started a cult you're on the suspect list plus the head bitch in charge like has to be some like super powerful warlock and not many of them fit the bill and out like how many of them out of that small number were at the party the other night come on it's like you're playing guess who like does your guy have glasses does your guy have red hair okay (coughs) and alex (laughs) what the guess who question. Oh my god. <laughs> You're not allowed to ask the gender. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because that just it's it, yeah. It's no, yeah. It makes it like it's not as fun. Exactly. So Alec goes right for the kill shot, calling out Helen's high warlock Malcolm Fade. And mm. can I just have a minute here? Like, can anyone else feel the burning rage in Alec's stomach? Like, me at Absolutely. this age, over something like that, white hot boil. Like, yes. yeah. Uh-huh. I am just waiting. I'm not listening to you. I am waiting to strike at you with my venom. Okay? I'm an asp. <laughs> my brain has turned <gasps> off until I can get my words out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which, Helen, like, of course, her defensiveness kind of, like, rears its head. So, Alec, <laughs> I don't know why I had to do that. <laughs> Robin did hand motions. Twice. Twice. This is me being a snake. (laughs) And um, Alex, so then Alec kind of like sidesteps and steers to Barnabas hole. Like, what about this guy? And Helen's like, whoa, back the trolley up. He was there. He wasn't like on the guest list. And Alec is like, call this motherfucker Owen Wilson because he was crashing the party. Mm hmm. Also, like, how bad of a shadow hunter are you that you missed that whole thing? Yeah. Right. What were you doing? Wasn't she? Yeah. She was yeah. there. Or, yeah. And didn't didn't hear about it afterwards either. Yeah. Come on. And Helen says that she heard there was a warlock duel. So she did hear that. But she, like, admits. She's like, I just assumed that it was with Magnus. Like. Rude. Well, you know what they say about assuming. Huh? Right. Helen Blackthorn. Do not assume <laughs> bullshit about my boyfriend. <laughs> Alec can <clears throat> sense, he can smell her loyalty to Malcolm Fade is causing her to not, capital N-O-T, be objective. But instead of throwing it in her face and taking a sh- cheap shot and making the fight go on longer like an 18-year-old me... 
he instead explains how Magnus broke up the brawl and got people to safety. Like, he was doing, like, grown shit. Okay? Yeah. And Alec is pleased that Helen didn't shotgun her answer. Like, her, like her clap back, basically. And it <clears throat> seemed like she's actually mulling over the new information. When Aline interrupts and is like, I, like, don't know any of the dudes you're talking about, but, like, I think this is the meeting place. <laughs> I think we're here. (laughs) I'm so sorry. My throat's still scratchy. So the woods open up to a clearly occult hoedown. Okay. (laughs) There's pentagrams. (laughs) Dude. Altars. The whole nine. And a beer keg. Okay. And Alec is like, well, this tracks is parting as part of the mission statement. (laughs) Okay. And then fucking Alec shows the girls the picture from Izzy, like, about the Red Scrolls of Magic on his phone. And Helen thinks, like, what we all do about the whole, like, not wanting to leave children alone being nice. She's like, well, that's that's nice. Yeah, it is nice. (laughs) And he's just, he can't. He's got to, like, let it all fly. So Helen goes back to her literal witch hunt. Okay, I guess it's a warlock hunt. Uh, with like and another thing style it's like it's seconds later but it's come in her head she brings up this point that all of the other warlocks apart from magnus who were there aren't tied to any vamps and a vampire definitely killed maury's shoe and some of those vampire acquaintances of magnus's were even at the party so like bob's your uncle She also brings up that Magnus had romantic, as she calls them, entanglements with those criminal vampires from the New York clan. And Alec immediately goes to Lily and Elliot, who he thinks Magnus treated more like amusing children. But, like, we all know she's talking about Camille, right? Yeah. And he doesn't know that at this moment, at this juncture. (laughs) And um, he's like, Lily and Elliot wouldn't have murdered anybody. He says that out loud. And Helen's like, who are they? Are they vamps? And Aline, just out of like, I don't know what she's doing in the background, okay? She's just interjecting words. She's like, Raphael Santiago (laughs) is a vampire. We weren't talking about Raphael. Why you got to bring up old shit? I know a vampire. (laughs) And then she is trying to get some. She's trying to get on Helen's side. She's like, I'm still She's here. She's like, Alec, I'm going to try to do my best, but like, also, I'm fighting my own fight here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've got to somehow secretly be like, I like you in a gay way without <laughs> saying that. Kitty, well, I'm a foot and of, I want to touch like it. her going, hey, guys, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still here. Hey. Yeah. It's like when you compliment a girl, you're like, I don't know, because girls compliment girls all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like, like your Oh, I like your hair. Like, what are you supposed to say? Like, in a gay way? <laughs> as gay as possible. I'd like to say this to you. <sighs> Which, never mind. I was going to go there, but I'm not going to. Go on, Robin. <clears throat> Helen asks... Alec if he's close with the vampires like are you close with any of these people and he says no 
And in his head, like, he's like, this is presenting, like, very poorly. (laughs) This is not going well. (laughs) And it's getting dark, and the demons are going to be out soon, and Magnus, like, isn't here. And there was another undercurrent of worry that was, like, nipping at Alec, but he couldn't put his, like, finger on it. And Alec asked Helen what... Like, can you read to me again? Can you read aloud for the class? <gasps> the last commandment in the Red Scroll of Magic. Like, what was that? And she's like, of course, it's to look after the children. And Alec is like, hold up. Wait a minute. Time out. Excuse me. I need to make a phone call. And so then he calls Raphael. <laughs> and, like, walks away. And these girls are having, like, a the fuck, bruh. Like, B-R-U-H. Yeah. Like, he, this bitch literally just said he wasn't close with the vampires. But here he is calling their second, like, personal phone. Okay? Yeah. He literally just said you weren't close. And Aline. He's like, it's it's like this with everybody in New York. Right? You just, you gotta go. We're I know on a text chain. Yeah, we're all on a text chain. It's a thing. It's fine. <laughs> And Aline looks to Helen and she's like, I know this looks like kind of damning, but I assure you, like, he's not a bad guy. I assure, I assure you we're open. Alex's conversation with Raphael, Raphael is full of sass like, that we've all come mm. to know and love. But Alex is able to also get some much needed information from the Alphaville vampire. And listen, I googled who sings that song Forever Young. Like from mm-hmm. Napoleon Forever Dynamite. Young. Yeah. And I wanna be. Yeah. That's the band name, Alphaville. And I didn't think anybody would have got the reference without Google because I am just assuming that none of you are smarter than me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what I'm doing here. So that's why I put that in there. <laughs> How could anyone even possibly know that, Napoleon? <laughs> I, I will I will alleviate your stress. I did not know that. Yes, I didn't think so. <clears throat> so here's the deets, okay? This is what happened. Number one, Raphael answers every phone call by saying lose this number. Okay? <laughs> Instead of saying hello. I imagined him saying bueno, but he's like, lose this phone number. And I really uh-huh. like that. I like mm-hmm. that. The Colt had been there recently because the fire was still warm, but there was no sign of blood anywhere. So we don't think anybody was sacrificed. It's not like Creed was there. <laughs> Thank you for the delayed laugh. My sacrifice. Maury Shu <laughs> was murdered. But not by vampires. There wasn't enough blood drained from the body, and the marks on his neck weren't made by fangs, but rather a sword. And Raphael didn't say anything because the Nephilim wouldn't believe him anyway. So, like, why fucking bother? And the marks on his neck were made by a three-bladed sword. And lastly, I am a motherfucking genius, okay? (laughs) Not that the pieces weren't, like, the breadcrumbs were very spread out the last. Right. But anyway. You figured out Fight Club. Right. (laughs) No, you did that because you're, (laughs) nobody fucking likes you. (sighs) Okay. 
the girls are like, what the fuck is happening? What is happening? What is going on here? But Alex's investigation discovery spark has been lit up. He's just like honorable. So he asked Helen if Hypatia Vex was a suspect. Like he list you listed her in the names of warlocks. Does that mean that Maury Shu never mentioned that the leader of the Crimson Hand was a man? <coughs> Sorry. And Alec was like the people at the Paris Shadow Market said man because Magnus was a suspect. So it's like it's like dude, basically. So in this case, man is non gender specific. It's like saying dude or bro. Mm-hmm. Right? And um I lost my place because I went off the cuff. So give me just a second. <laughs> Alex says that people. Mm-hmm. Maurice, Thank you. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Um, Maurice Shu, Okay. A known informant. Like he was like a snitch. Okay. And they were like, look, snitches get fucking stitches. Okay. And then he's fucking murdered. With a thrice-sided blade. And then the last line of the rules to the Red Scrolls of Magic was a fucking addition. It was a new edition. It was like a fucking gang song. It was like a banger, dude. New edition. All roads lead to Rome. Uh-huh. <clears throat> the fuck? And then Shenyan, their fake-ass bitches be tripping, just so happened open a secret chamber that led to the altar book nah bitch we gots to go mm-hmm. and just as they turned to leave the woods erupted in fire five giant pillars were rising around them encircling them in flames and smoke and the shadow hunters like start drawing runes on including like fireproof which is pretty fucking bamfy like for real yeah. you have a fireproof rune what a nice buff. I know, dude. And then they drew their weapons. And again, this is not important, but each of them have different weapons. And I think it's kind of cool. So, like, Aline had daggers. And I'm like, dude, why would you pick daggers? Agreed. Like, that's weird. Like, mm-hmm. you you want to do close combat? And then if you throw one, it's gone. Or you got to go pick it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That just seems like a shitty, like, thing. Don't do that. Yeah. Right. Alec has his bow, of course. And Helen has a sword. <laughs> and uh, all this for a cult gender reveal what the fuck i did for right. real <laughs> <laughs> and helen is like we are packed in like sardines we cannot escape we cannot come out mama <laughs> just also a tiktok and um they all went back to back and aline was like this was a dumb idea <laughs> considering the crimson hand knew we would be here and there are only like three of us i think i said right. aline did i say aline i meant to say alec mm-hmm. mm. alec says that i don't know which a name i said i'm sure they're all thinking it yeah <laughs> yeah and aline is like bro how do you even know that and alec is like i'm a fucking master puzzle putter together because their leader she told us to be here didn't you guys want to just keep reading um it's wild what did you say out of pocket (laughs) yes out of pocket yep i love it 
Um, I just want to clarify. I don't know what kind of music New Edition sings. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Like pop. (laughs) It just came out. Just to clarify that. I got I got on a rant in my brain. Okay, so I love it. Next week there's gonna be some chapters and it's twenty two <laughs> through twenty four. Oh my gosh, you guys. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.